Welcome to the Magic of Compassion. I'm Little Wu, and this week's topic or question is how to say no to an emotionally needy friend. I wrote a short message that I want to help but can't as I have too much in my own life to handle and have nothing to give right now. Then their angry voicemail said, I should be the being of light that I am, and I feel anxiety about what to do. Now, first of all, I want to say congratulations for listening to your own body's needs. Um, to know that, you know, to know your own state of mind, to know that you're not in a place to be able to, to help. And then second is that you did keep your communication really brief and yet honest. So you're very clear about what, you, what you're capable of, what you can't. And the next is that um, when you're asking about, you know, what to do now, um, wh whether you should respond to their second voicemail, and feeling this conflict, well, that's exactly what's going on, is that you have this internal conflict about, you know, when they're saying you're, you should be kind, you should be the being of light that you are. Um, and I, because I know this person who's asking the question, and I know that they are very generous, very sweet, very thoughtful, then I know that this pattern with this friend must have been going on for some time, and that this is not the first time that they've asked for your help and where you have given it, but maybe at this time in your life, you're just not able to. And so saying no is very hard when you want to help and you're very sorry that you can't, as you said. If you were to not respond to their second voicemail, it would be reasonable, it would be fair, because your first voice, your first message was very clear that you just got too much to handle and you're really sorry that you can't help out right now. But if they don't understand that and you do feel like you owe it to her, um, to say one more thing, then you can think about maybe before you write that to deal with your anxiety and to see well, what is what is the conflict. And I would say that maybe the conflict is about your own definition of what friendship really is, like a really good person. What kind of friend are they if they don't even answer a call for help? And so that's that heaviness that's that's within you is feeling like you know your own integrity around friendship is compromised by not being able to help at this time. But you know also this other side that you just physically can't, you're emotionally, physically can't. You're tapped out, like you said, I have nothing to give right now. So I, I kind of use the analogy of someone, if you're drowning a little bit and you're kind of struggling to stay afloat, which a lot of people in different times of their life, you know, we, we all go through the struggle where we feel like we're barely floating. And then someone comes along and then they're climbing on top of you and they're like, you know, the whole drowning victim scenario where when one person's drowning and they try to, you know, climb onto you and you're struggling to swim, both of you are going to drown. And so that's, it's not the best help. So I would look at it from the perspective of that you need to maybe look at your definition of friendship and expand it so that it's not just about answering every single call for help that you get because there's just sometimes no way that you can be there for everybody that you love at the same time, especially when you're going through something. So expanding your definition of friendship so that this your integrity is still intact if you honor your own self-care. So self-care becomes part of your definition. So I, I respond to calls for help. I, 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 I act with integrity around my friends. I speak the truth. And I also acknowledge that I do need self-care and when I'm struggling that I need to attend to that before I try to rescue anybody or help anybody. So that, that's one definition to expand. And the other is what I call better care. And that is that you must trust that this person has access to better care, that there's 
other options for them, that you're not their only source of help or sanctuary. And if you are, then they've become really codependent on you. And that's not, not, not a, a sustainable kind of reality to create. And that you're enabling that by also believing that you're the only one left that can help this person. And believe me, I've been there too, where someone's come to me and they said, I'm the only person left on this whole world that they can go to. And I felt this weight of responsibility that if I didn't help them, that they would be crushed. And it was my responsibility to bring them back, you know, and bring them to the surface. And that's really dangerous to take responsibility for someone else's life or their happiness or their well-being because in a way you're taking away their power by saying yes you're right I'm the only one and I'm the only way and the universe can't give you any other options and so it's really not having enough faith in the universe's abundance to believe that we're the only source for someone is a very dangerous proposition so I would say that this better care definition is that your friend has access to someone who can provide better care maybe a professional a therapist or someone else who can intervene at this time that is not also drowning, someone who's not having so much on their plate that becomes a, a, a huge emotional drain to help, someone who's in a state where they're really excited to help someone so that you know, you're know you creating space for them to really get the help that they need. You know, So this idea of trusting the universe to provide better care for them and trusting that you also deserve better care that you need to tend to your own needs. And if you're swimming and you're barely staying afloat, that you need to get afloat first. So I'm gonna kind of give you an invocation. Um, and this is something that I, I wrote to just address this, this pain that you're having, this anxiety around saying no. And that it's tied to your inner conflict about what a true friend and a good person is. I am a great friend. And I'm remembering all the ways in which I have been, been loving and kind. But even great friends like me are not necessarily equipped to handle someone's deep issues. And even great friends like me may be dealing with my own stuff at the same time that this person is needing help. So I must remember that I'm not their only resource in this world, and I'm not a bad friend if I honor my own limits and needs. I must remember that the universe hears our calls for help and is already on the way with many brilliant options. I must remember that we are both creators and capable of attracting and creating the resources we need if we trust and stay open. I actually have a, a, a small mini course, so maybe we can have a conversation. I'll give you some more um, tools on how to say no with absolute love. That's actually the name of the mini course that I had taught. It was like a afternoon workshop. So I can do a little mini session on that with you if that would help. Uh, because it's a very difficult skill that we haven't acquired. We've learned that saying yes is valuable, but we haven't recognized the value of saying no. And that it's honorable, just as honorable as saying yes, is saying a very honorable no. And we have to learn that skill, otherwise we will be overwhelmed and we'll be drowning and then have other people drown on top of us. So we need to learn the skill and I hope that this helped. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one -on -one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org. Lots of love.